passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. Of course, our video feed, 94 WIP, the YouTube page. Check it out. Subscribe there. A lot to get to today after the Eagles pulled off a significant trade. And I don't want this to get lost. I know we're all red October up, and um, I'm on Pids and Eagles. We get set for a Game 7 tonight at Citizens Bank Park. But the Philadelphia Eagles had themselves a heck of a couple days to beat the Miami Dolphins the way they did on Sunday Night Football. Best regular season win under Nick Sirianni here in really probably his entire tenure when you think about the teams have actually beaten in the regular season, beat a really good Miami team. Now Miami was a little banged up and without a lot of the pieces they need, but a good win for the Eagles. And then to watch the Lions lose and drop a game in the NFC standings on Sunday, to watch the 49ers lose to the Vikings and drop a game in the NFC standings. Right now, sitting alone at the top in the NFC once again are the Philadelphia Eagles and they added to a team that has true Super Bowl aspirations by trading for Kevin Bayard, the safety out of Tennessee yesterday. I absolutely love this trade in every single way. So the Eagles get Bayard from the Titans for a 2024 fifth, a 2024 sixth, and they also send safety Terrell Edmonds over to Tennessee. I mean, Edmonds would have been cut anyway. That's just, who cares? He, he was not a good player here for the Eagles in his first, you know, third of a season or whatever in this uniform. He's not very good, and he would be down the safety depth chart anyway. This is a tremendous, tremendous trade by Harry Roseman. Let's get into the fit, how he plays, how good this guy is, and what it does for a defense that I did believe needed help on the back end. They played well on Sunday night, but I look at this Eagles defense in the back, and it just felt very, very thin, especially at safety. I thought they needed help. I didn't think, as much as I like Blankenship, and I know people like the idea of Sidney Brown, you can't try to go in a Super Bowl against possibly Mahomes on the other side or maybe a more full-strength indoors you know, Miami team. Let's say we get to a Super Bowl and they're playing Miami. You know, against those receivers, you saw what Tyreek Hill did to Edmonds in that corner route on Sunday. You can't, you can't win like that. So yes, they needed a safety. They needed someone back there that can make rangy plays against a Mahomes, against a Tua, against a Josh Allen, against a Lamar Jackson, whoever it's going to be on Super Bowl Sunday, or even Debo and Ayuk and Purdy in an NFC title game. Goff to Amonat Ross St. Brown. Like these teams have weapons. You got to combat that. The Eagles need to make a move. They did it. All right, let's jump into it. So the move itself, really good. Move. Move 30 years old, uh, Bayard. He's still a good player. 
They reduced his base salary for this year, so it cost the Eagles less for this year. He's on on the hook for 14, or the Eagles are on the hook for 14 million next year. That feels to me like a restructure or a cut, um, some sort of contract alteration. I doubt he'll play next year for the Eagles at 14 million dollars. And as far as the player, look. He was a first-team All-Pro in 2017-2021, 27 career interceptions. He was one of three players in the league last year with at least, at least 100 tackles at four interceptions, and he's got at least four picks in five of the last six seasons. He is a durable player. He is a consistent player. He is a team leader. He's been a captain for the last five seasons in Tennessee, so they're getting durability. They're getting playmaking. They're getting leadership. Everything you want in a safety, this guy is. Really, really good football player. And here, here's what I really like about his ability. You know, the Eagles are stopped stuffing the run at a very high rate. Jordan Davis, as I thought when they drafted him, could be, and he's becoming a force multiplier where he controls so much up front that they could commit one less person in the box. They're stopping the run this year at a ridiculously high level. So I don't need my safeties to be tremendous run defenders. In the modern NFL, and when you have Davis, and when you have Carter, and you have Brandon Graham, you have, and you have Fletcher Cox guys that are good up front against the run, I just need my, my linebackers to tackle. Occasionally safety make a tackle if they get to the second level, but that's rare. I need my safeties to be able to cover. Kevin Byard, last four years, here is his rank among starting safeties in coverage. This is his coverage rank, according to Pro Football Focus. 2019, he was fifth among all safeties. 2020, he was 14th among all safeties. 2021, he was first among all safeties. Last year, first among all safeties. This guy can cover receivers, backs, tight ends. He can cover in space. Now, you kind of line this up and play it out. And you have Bradbury on one side. You have Slay on the other side. And now your safety combination, let's get Reed Blankenship healthier, but your safety combination of Reed Blankenship and Kevin Byard, that's a good combination. Now, the only hole or question mark is this is the slot corner. And, and they miss Avante Maddox, obviously. But I think you can get by with one spot you're uncertain of. One spot. And, and we'll see what, what happens there. I thought Eli Ricks got, had some good snaps on Sunday. You know, Roby came in and played well against the Rams. Now, the other interesting thing about Bayer to keep in mind is he is versatile in that he could play box safety. He could play true free safety. He's also had a decent amount of snaps within the slot. So I think there is a chance that, let's say, Sidney Brown continues to develop and the Eagles feel comfortable with Sidney Brown on the field in big situations. There's a chance we see a quote-unquote three-safety alignment with Blankenship and Sidney Brown as your safeties and Bayard as your nickel corner. He could do that. He, he has done that in the past here. I, I think that when you think about a trade like this, you can't just look at it as he's a safety, he's that. No, he's a really good football player. So this season, he has had... Uh, Elliot Shoreparks put this up. Snaps per position this year. He had he has had 171 as a free safety. That that's the most. He's mostly played free safety. Next up is box safety at 129. But he's gotten 87 snaps at slot corner. And you know you think about that over the course of let's say the seven games. Uh, I'm not sure if the Titans have had a buy six or seven games that they've played. Okay, we're talking about now you know the equivalent of 10 plus to 10 or 10 or so 10 to 12. You know, snaps per game in the slot. So, like those are those could be big third downs. That could be your third down defense where he's playing the slot once in a while or or every other time. You know, if you're playing a team that has three really good receivers compared to two really good receivers, and there are obviously different kinds of teams around the NFL. Some may have a trio. We need him to drop down. So, 
I think this helps mitigate the problems in the secondary, the worry in the secondary. It is a wonderful trade for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then you factor in that he's a Philly guy, that he, he has spent a lot of his life here in Philadelphia. He's from here, roots here. Um, you know, the video that's kind of going viral now a few years ago when he kind of did, you know, flexed or whatever he did on the star in Dallas. He hates the Cowboys. You throw all that in. And it's a, you know, it just makes it more fun. But it's a really good trade. Really good trade. It is a, a trade, a team that is in a championship window makes. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And I love that the Eagles jumped the market here because the trade deadline is coming up next Tuesday, a week from as I record this podcast. A week from today is the NFL trade deadline. I always think it comes up too quickly. It probably should be a little bit later in the NFL calendar, but it's coming. And the Eagles jumped the market. I mean, they went out there and they got themselves a top-tier safety likely the position they thought was their biggest need heading into this. And look at what Howie's done over the past week here, signing Julio Jones to give them depth at wide receiver and going out and, and trading for Kevin Byard. If I if you had asked me a week ago, Joe, where are the Eagles' biggest needs right now? You have to name the two biggest needs. I would have said defensive backs, number one, and depth at wide receiver is number two. And Howie Roseman has filled both of those. And this doesn't come without any risk, obviously. You know, Byard's got to produce here and stay healthy here and all that kind of stuff, but there's no reason to think he won't or can't. They didn't give up a lot to get him. He fits in perfectly. He doesn't necessarily block Sidney Brown or Blanket Ship from playing. He could complement those guys. He could play over Brown at safety if they get good play at corner from, let's say, Ricks or Roby. They have options now in the, in the back and middle of the defense that they didn't have 24 hours ago. It, it really is an outstanding trade. And it really it fits who Howie Roseman is. When the Eagles are in it, when the Eagles believe and how he believes it. Let's just go Howie 2.0 since he came back in a power 2016. When he believes and they believe they have a chance to go win the Super Bowl, they are super, super aggressive at the trade deadline. Jay Ajayi, Golden Tate. You know, there were rumors for Jalen Ramsey in 2019 that ended up not doing that. Jannard Avery obviously didn't work out. Robert Quinn last year. I mean, you go through the years when they believe they have a chance, they go for it. And I, I love that because a lot of NFL general managers within seasons don't do that. And it, it's a it's a it's a true Howie Roseman move. It is a move that gives the Eagles an even better chance to secure a number one seed to win this division. And as much as they're the ones on top right now, I still believe this is going to be a tougher fight for the number one seed this year compared to last year. I don't think we have seen or heard the last from Dallas. I don't believe that the 49ers will continue to lose football games this pace. 
Uh, I think Detroit, based on their schedule, they had a bad loss in Baltimore. But let's be real, they've went into Kansas City and won already this year. So they, you know, they they've shown they could play on the road and play with anybody. Look at their schedule; they're going to be underdogs probably once the rest of the season. So they could be poised for a thirteen and four kind of year, just if chalk plays out the rest of the way. So the the path and the the journey to try to be the number one is going to be challenging. And the Eagles moving forward, think about this: they've got the Cowboys on the schedule coming up. They have the Chiefs, they have the Bills, they have the Niners, they have the Seahawks. There's a lot of good passing offenses and weapons down the stretch. So Kevin Byard is going to help the Eagles try to win a championship here, but he's also going to help them try to get a number one seed again to go and win a championship. And just to shout out Howie, because I really, really believe that Howie Roseman is a Hall of Fame executive, and he's the best executive in Philadelphia. And Look, I, I say this as I'm on pins and needles and nervous for Game 7 at the Phillies. And by the time you hear this, the Phillies may have won Game 7 already and, and, and maybe be in the World Series. We'll see what happens tonight at Citizens Bank Park. But I think the difference between Howie and other general managers, he, he doesn't leave a stone unturned. And it's why he's the best general manager in the city. He's better than Dave Dabrowski. He's way better than Daryl Morey. He's the best in the NFL. Because it's very easy to look at the Eagles and say they're fine. They're fine, and they are. I mean, like, it, of course they're fine. Like, any, saying they're not is silly. They're six and one. The one loss they had was probably a fluky turnover game. That if you play the game again, they win it. They are tremendous on both lines. They have a true winner at the quarterback position. They are deep at the skill positions. They have incredible pass rush. They are good in the areas you need to be good in, and in their areas that you're they're weaker, it's the areas that don't matter as much in the NFL. It is a brilliant roster construction by Howie Roseman. They're smart with the cap, all that kind of stuff. But it'd be very easy to say, we're fine. We don't need to do anything. But that's not how champions think. Champions push the envelope. Champions go out and add to a good team to make it a better team. Add to a very good team to make it a great team. That's how championship general managers approach what they do. You know, I go back to 2016 in baseball, Theo Epstein with the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs were more than fine. They were the probably the best team in baseball. But they knew they had a potential weakness in the back end of their bullpen. And they went out and traded for Aroldis Chapman, and he helped them win a championship, their first championship in over 100 years. Now, is Kevin Bayard the, the football's version of that version of Roldis Chapman? No, I, I, I mean, that Chapman was unbelievable. And, and Bayard's a really good player. But the, the point is that the Eagles perceived, and I think correctly perceived, there's weakness back there. And on a different night, less win, maybe different penalty situation, less injuries. Miami probably puts up way more points. I mean, Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown. And they had a phantom holding or non-holding on the James Bradbury face mask. Excuse me, that's what I'm trying to get at. The phantom face mask they didn't call, they should have called. Like, that, you play that game out again, and Waddle's back doesn't flare up. The left guard doesn't go out. Either the center or the left tackle's in. Let's say that's it's a Super Bowl. I don't think the Eagles secondary holds up as well against Miami with the guys they had back there. So you have to plan for next time. Plan for the next big moment here. Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles always do that. And I love that they did it early. It would have been very easy to wait until 3.30 or 3.45 next Tuesday trade deadline to 4 o'clock. And then boom, you know, you got four or five teams that win this coming week and say, screw it, we're in it. We want Kevin Byard. And they're raising the ante, up in the ante on the Eagles to make the correct or, you know, significant offer to get the deal done. And then you're giving up more than you want to. 
So it's it's wild to watch this guy operate. He is a Hall of Fame executive, and we're lucky that he is here in Philadelphia. Last thing is I can't believe the Titans take his phone calls. I mean, I really can't. A.J. Brown's on pace for nearly 2,000 yards. Is an Offensive Player of the Year candidate. Is putting up numbers that rival or better Terrell Owens at 2004. Same franchise, just traded him to the Philadelphia Eagles last year. I know it's a different GM, different regime and all that, and the Titans might be ready to go on a full tank to try to get Caleb Williams or Drake May in the next year's draft, but I can't believe that the Philadelphia Eagles, when, when Howie calls, whether it's his personal cell phone or work, however he does it, and they see the area code from around here, and they realize who it is, I can't believe they still answer the phone call because all they do is rip this guy off. Hometown guy, big-time safety. And by the way, with the hometown thing, Howie had commented, I think it was last spring, might have been Super Bowl or Combine or whatever it was, um, owners meetings, one of those, about the, the value of having players that understand this market, understand the fan base, like Hassan Reddick. Bayard is one of those kind of people. He's from here. He gets it. He will be a great fit leader, team captain, good player, versatile, durable, checks every single box, and it's an area the Eagles needed help to go win a Super Bowl. Tremendous trade. A-plus, A-plus trade by Howie Roseman to go get Kevin Bayard. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk tomorrow, hopefully, hopefully, celebrating a Phillies National League pennant and looking forward to the World Series. Have yourself a great Tuesday and uh, go Birds as Kevin Bayard enters the fray to help a team move closer to another NFC championship.